0: My name is Ray Montgomery, and I would like to welcome you to the Navigating Blindness podcast. And on today's show, I have the production management team here at Bosman Enterprises. How are you guys doing today? Great. Great. All right. Well, I'm going to go around and let you guys uh, introduce yourself. Let's start over here to my right with Brian.
1: Hi, my name is Brian Petraetz. I'm the senior manager of industries here at Bosman Enterprises. I've been employed here for... 11 years, and Bosma's just given me a great opportunity to learn and lead. I also have my guide dog, Jetson, with me. He's a six year old Yellow Lab. I've been working with him for a little over four years now. Hi,
2: I'm Doug Pangle. I'm the Vice President of Operations here at Bosma. I've been with Bosma Enterprises for a little over 18 years. I've seen many changes. I've seen this uh, move through several buildings and grow incredibly in the last 18 years. Mm-hmm.
3: And Bill? Bill Amrine, Director of Industries. I've been here almost 27 years, and I, too, have seen many, many changes in buildings. And
0: Okay. Now, uh I wanted to really bring you guys on just to really highlight the production area and the multiple things that we do because people always ask what do you guys do at Bosman enterprise and that's like a hard question to answer so um brian let's start with you um now you said you've been here for how long again 11 years 11 years so what brought you here to Bosm enterprises uh,
1: a, a number of facets number one it's a good non-profit mission-driven organization i actually had the great fortune uh, while I was a student at Purdue University, to work here for a summer during a, an internship program. And during that time, I just learned what uh, Bosma was all about, fell in love with the organization, and just kind of stayed stayed in touch and, and kept tabs on what, what Bosma was, was doing. And, and that's what uh, uh, kind of got my foot in the door. And um, since then, have been able to really enjoy my time here at Bosma. Okay.
0: Bill, um, how long you been here? Twenty seven years. Yeah, you've seen a lot done that twenty seven years. I know.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, and I, I actually started on the bottom floor. Did you? I, oh yeah, came in as a production employee and worked in production and uh, did that for a couple of years and then we grew a little and there was some opportunities for some line supervisor work and I got to do that for a while and worked in maintenance, painting walls and mowing grass. And then we went through some changes up front and there was some opportunities to move up again to production management places. And so it's been a oh, good, good mm-hmm. opportunity. Bosma's allowed me to be successful.
0: You really started up and grinded your way on up to the top, Bill. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good thing. That's what we're all about, that upward mobility. So, Doug, what brought you here to Bosma Enterprises?
2: Well, I did not know about Bosma, and I did not know anyone who was blind. But uh, Rob Matt, who was the CEO, I had worked with him previously at Avery Dennison, and Rob called me up and said he had a position open, and I came and applied and interviewed. And uh, when I started at Bosma, like I said, I had very little knowledge of people who were blind about blindness or had never really met anybody or had a relationship with anybody who was blind. And so uh, I learned a lot quickly. The main thing I learned is that Bosma runs just like any other business, and employees who are blind work just like any other employee. Actually, I was surprised how similar the company was to my previous employer.
0: And who is Bosma Enterprises' main customer?
2: Our yes. primary customer is the uh, VA hospital system. Uh, in fact, when I started with Bosma in 2000, we had just landed our first contract with the VA to supply medical exam gloves. And uh, the company, before that contract, the company had struggled financially. That contract that we were able to achieve in 99 and still have today, really saved our company financially, that we, we package and supply examination gloves to all the VA hospitals throughout the United States. Oh, wow.
0: That's a great operation right there. Now, Brian, how many people do we actually employ who are blind or vision impaired in our production area?
1: We have around eighty. We've had some some great growth over the last uh, last few years, but uh, there there are around eighty individuals who are who are legally blind working in our, our production area.
0: So, what do those employees do in our production area?
1: All aspects, uh, you know, are everything all the way up to our, our director of industries. Uh, all jobs are or most jobs are able to be done by somebody who who is blind, and that's everything from. Packing examination gloves to working in our surgical uh, glove packing operation. And there's a lot of different uh, facets in in that area. We produce a lot of uh, kits, uh, custom kits for operating rooms uh, that that are custom per the hospital. We have quality technicians. We've got line supervisors. We have individuals who are unloading trucks, loading trucks. Uh, packing materials, packing auto parts, breaking bulk, taping, palletizing—you name it. Uh, anything that goes on in our, our production area uh, is able to be done by somebody who is who is blind or visually impaired. So
0: this goes out to any of you guys who can answer this. How many type of different exam gloves are there in our warehouse?
3: We have five different types of exam gloves we've got a vinyl glove a latex glove nitrile gloves and aloe gloves and but there's five sizes of each one Mm -hmm. so there's actually 25 different skews for all just the exam gloves Surgical gloves. We have about four hundred and eighty different
1: SKUs, wow. uh, sizes and types. Surgical gloves are they're a lot more uh, custom or to to the the individual surgeon and, and OR professionals needs, and that's why we just we offer have a lot larger of a of a product offering and catalog for the, the surgical gloves.
0: Okay. So we do employ, you said, 80 uh, individuals who are blind or visually impaired. And just to clarify, we are not a sheltered workshop by any means.
1: Absolutely not. No. Absolutely not. Everybody everybody here, no matter the um, the position, all jobs are paid well above minimum wage. Mm. Same benefit package is offered to everyone. It's uh, absolutely not. We are not a sheltered mm. workshop.
0: Okay. So, um, so if the person is a, like a um, blind supervisor and they are blind, how would they use a computer? Because a lot of people ask me, or they may even ask you, Brian, how to use a computer. So could you explain a little bit about adaptive technology and how that plays a role in you being successful at your job?
1: Absolutely. Adaptive technology is something that can definitely level the playing field. And so allows for somebody who is blind to be able to adequately do their job. So the, the most popular program that someone like myself or like Bill use is just called JAWS and JAWS is a uh, text-to-speech output uh, piece of software. It can be put on just about any computer, and so what will happen is envision unplugging your mouse, unplugging your monitor, and just being able to use keyboard commands to navigate the screen, you still use a keyboard to input, uh, input information and then use a series of keyboard commands to be able to manipulate that, that data or to be able to read back what, what's either been typed in or an email that's been sent over to do basic um, web searches. But adaptive technology, it's a simple piece of software, but it just allows for information that's on the computer to just be put into an audio form and it can be listened to.
0: Okay. Now you said touched on a little bit of uh, how many gloves do we package a year, roughly?
1: Last year we
3: packaged four hundred eighty thousand cases of exam gloves. This fiscal
0: year, we're on target to
3: package over five hundred thousand.
0: That's a lot of exam gloves. So what? (laughs) That's a lot of gloves right there. So how many do? um, Let me go back. How many um, does like an employee do per day? What is the rate? What is the goal they're trying to hit every day?
3: Well, we have a, a rate on gloves. They've been studied, and a um, 100% rate is 115 cases a day. Now, everybody we have does not package 115 cases a day. Um, our, our largest range is somewhere in the 70 to 90 case range, but we do have people... That can package upwards of 170,
0: 180 cases per day. That's a lot of cases. It is. I'm just gonna be truthful, Bill. I I couldn't really get 100 on (laughs) On a daily basis. I got. 80 you know good day
3: okay i made you average
0: <laughs> <laughs> i want to be a little above average <laughs> but cool uh but doug i want to bring this up because i know we do a lot of contract packaging here at bosma enterprises could you tell yeah. us about some of our main customers who we uh contract with
2: sure the longest standing uh, customer that bosma has is uh, napa ball camp the auto parts company mm-hmm. and they have a large distribution center out by the airport in Plainfield. Bosma receives parts from Napa's supplier. Uh, Usually those parts are gas caps, uh, their motor mounts, their windshield uh, mirror kits, and we will take those parts out of a bulk packaging and put them in the individual boxes. If you go to an app store, most of the parts are in individual boxes. Mm-hmm. And so our people will package those and then we'll deliver it to the to the Plainfield Distribution Center. We've been doing that business for over 40 years.
0: That's a long time, man. Um, do we do any other contract packaging?
2: Yes, we, um, we, we do some warehousing for people uh, mm-hmm. that is like a sign zone. We, we will receive product that's owned by the customer, and then we will pick and pack and fulfill orders. Um, Help me out, guys. What other packaging do we do, do Um, contract packaging?
3: Well, we're waiting to run another order of library cards for the public library. Um, We are running a contract job with PPG, um, which is the paint company, and we're assembling paint pens Mm -hmm. for them, and so far this month, we've run, we're working on an order of 36,000 pens. Uh, We've done some small contract jobs with uh, people that walk in and need work done, so...
0: Well, let me let me throw this out to either Bill or Brian. Um, I know we work um, here at the enterprise. We employ people who are blind or visually impaired. And you have uh, these individuals who are working in a warehouse type of environment our production environment. And, and, you know, people may be on the outside looking like, oh, well, how are they doing that? What is their... What is your guys' like, I guess, accident rate in that
1: area? We strive to have zero accidents. Yes. And so we will... We've got a, a safety team that will inspect areas before we start uh, working in a, in a new area. We really pride ourselves on trying to um, train everybody so that they are aware of their surroundings. And then it's it's up to each individual person to, to make safety um, part of their everyday mm-hmm. mindset and, and really keep instilling those those safety Messages, you know, do accidents happen? Absolutely, they happen happen everywhere. Yes. But we really try and minimize uh, the the risks for accidents. Well, at the same time, we still have to run the business, and and there are still, you know, we we have we have procedures that we we all have to follow. You know, designated walk paths, designated areas for for certain items. You know, we're still you know shipping out hundreds of thousands of, of, of gloves and kits and auto parts. You know, every month, and so we still have to maintain you know the business aspect. But uh, safety is something that we 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 take true to heart, and we just try and keep educating uh, everybody that it's 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 all of our responsibility to maintain a safe environment. Yeah, I
0: I know we have a very low incident rate here at Bosman Enterprises, and that's very very good, though very good. Uh, one other question here: What is the turnover rate here at Bosman Enterprises?
2: It's, it's very low. Yeah. Uh, I would say, I don't know if I have an exact number, I would say I think it's lower than 4%. Mm-hmm. And uh, typically, our employees, well, there is, nationally, there's a 70% unemployment rate for mm-hmm. people who are blind the working age. And so many of our employees are especially appreciative to have a job at a company like Bosma. Mm-hmm. And very few of them choose to leave if they, if they like what they're doing. Now, we do offer a placement program, and we will support someone if they want to advance themselves and, and get a different job. We, we actually support that. Most, though, like it here and stay for, for quite a while.
0: Oh, yeah. We've had some employees here about, what, 40
1: years? <laughs> yeah.
2: 40 years. We have two employees in our production area right now that have been here over 45 years, right? Wow.
1: And another wow. six that
2: are right around that 30-year mark.
1: So.
0: Oh, yeah. They, they don't want to leave. So. <laughs> well, that's a good thing. Uh, but I definitely just wanted to come, kind of bring you guys on the podcast today just really to learn more about the production area and what you guys do and what your capabilities are um, because I know that people are always asking, what do you guys do? And we do so many things here at Boswell Enterprises. It's just hard to... Put it in a put it in a box for, for lack of a better words. So sure. I definitely wanted to appreciate, definitely want to thank you guys and appreciate you guys for coming on the podcast today, and uh, thank you guys for listening. And if you want to uh, learn more, please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. And I'll see you guys next week.